back to another episode of the Super Nintendo Bros podcast. As always, my name is Roger, and uh, I am happy to make an announcement today that uh, one of my panel of uh, lovely bros is now a full-time co-host on the show, so you will now see him each and every episode, and that is the official party bus, party bus of the Super Smash Bros Cinematic Universe, Russ Buff. Cinematic Universe, you say? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's fitting for okay. today. Well, okay. You used to be the official party bus of the Mushroom Kingdom, but I decided to switch it up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta make uh, Justin mad a little bit with uh, cinematic universes on. Exactly. Well, that, and he's already the Mountaineer of the Mushroom Kingdom. See, see I'm not going to, I'm not going to make just, I'm going to try not to make Justin or Bonner mad. I think you do a good enough job on your own. I don't even try, it just happens. Yeah, you I, I mean, I can tell. I just it's, like, it's, a, it's a natural talent. I just like, I take a breath and Justin like pops veins. It's, it's like in his forehead, they just start. We're not even a minute into the episode and we're already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, just my breathing and existing. It it just does it. My dislike for JRPGs that I'm working on uh, is is another. Factor. Wait, you dislike Chrono Trigger? I know you're playing Chrono Trigger. I I'm, I'm I need to get back to it. I admit, but um, well, do we want to talk about what we're uh, playing currently at all? Why or? not? Why not? It's it's your podcast. You it's can... my podcast. Like at least my favorite segment of Gurus is talking about what we're currently playing. What are you What are you playing currently? Um. So right now I'm kind of not playing. Well, that's not true. I am playing Resident Evil Four Remake on the PS5, and I'm uh, good choice. Starting to near the end, and uh, as of recording this today, uh, tomorrow is when the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters come out on Switch. So I'm going to jump into Final Fantasy One. Good timing. Uh, I'm going to wait until spooky season to start playing Resident Evil. I've only really played four, and I played that on the Wii. Uh, but I'd like to just start at two remake. Go, go all the way the through. All the way through to... I mean, I already I already liked the series. I just didn't really play past four, right? <laughs> honestly. Well, in, in fairness, it's not necessary to play past four. You can just skip five and six. My microphone just like fell on me. I don't know what the deal is here. You can just like skip past five and six and go straight to seven. This is cool. that this is that Homer Simpson uh, cereal gif of him pouring the cereal, pouring the milk, and it catches on fire. Sounds about right. That's what's happening right now. Somehow his microphone just it just completely... literally plopped over on my chest. So I just got through uh, the journey of my dude playing Legend of Zelda games, five of them on hero mode. Uh, might want to talk about that on a future episode. I don't know. Yeah. Um, bit interesting. Uh, way to play the Zelda games, or at least five of them. So just to enlighten the audience, which five of those Zelda games did you go with? So that would be Skyward Sword, A Link Between Worlds, Twilight Princess HD, Wind Waker HD, and Link's Awakening Remake. Speaking of Skyward Sword, I know Justin started it last night, and he really so enjoyed himself. Him. Yeah, it's, Skyward Sword, I mean... And then and then it's going to burn him in some fashion. Like, I don't... I don't understand the i wouldn't say hate but dislike that uh other people have expressed on the game skyward sword is not the best game um no i, wouldn't I, say I think that. the ign quote which we've quoted several times on this show is um absolute garbage but i think skyward sword's kind of underrated like i like skyward sword i don't love skyward sword i like skyward sword it's been a little past 10 years we we probably haven't hit the part of the cycle yet where we uh go from liking a game because it's new to disliking it because we're picking at its flaws to saying hey wait it's actually good again um and if you don't know what i'm talking about just you know go back to uh 
prequel trilogy for Star Wars and see how that reception has changed over time. That very true. I don't know. I still don't think anybody likes Attack of Clones. Uh, Did anybody like Episode 2? You know sure what? There has to be someone out there. You know what? They like it more than The Rise of Skywalker. And that's all I really want to get into Star Wars today. Yeah, I don't uh, think we should ever mention Star Wars again <laughs> after saying the- Except, unless, listen, there's only one one way I'll talk about Star Wars. Uh, Burke Squadron. That's the only type of rogue that I will talk about. Rogue Lights? No, Rogue fair. Squadron. And this is an Nintendo podcast, and all the Rogue Squadron games were on. And the, the first Nintendo. one was on PC. Although I have not gotten at work on my Steam Deck. Sadly. Someday, you're going to get I, it. I might need to just do the same trick I did for Battle for Naboo, which is not on Steam, but I managed to get it working. Have you tried like emulating the N64 version on the Steam Deck? Like no, did that I, I, for if you? I if I have the opportunity, I will try to do uh, native PC versions first. Okay. As much as as much as Justin and, and Bonner would like to troll about em, me and emulation, I try to go with the PC versions first, unless there's something terribly wrong with them. Uh, like 007 Legends, which, I mean, that whole game is just a disaster, but I played it anyways. I, I know, um, I've actually never played a Rogue Squadron game. Really? Never played any of them. Uh, I kind of like this. You like flying games? Sometimes, sometimes. You, you like sh- you like shooting? I think shoot? I played like a little bit of, of the first uh, Rogue Squadron. I mean, it's on it's on Steam. I think uh, I might throw the ROMs on my Steam Deck, though. That's an option. It is. You, you could do that's that. That's what I'm thinking. But don't yeah. don't don't try uh, Rogue Squadron Three uh, via emulation. You're better. You're better off just getting a GameCube and go find a used copy or uh, ten thousand dollars later. That's yeah, I don't know. Expensive. I don't know how much. I don't know how much the discs go for. I don't know what the discs are. I just well, GameCube in general, like it's such an expensive system to. That's why I just go, get a, go get a Wii. For. Just get a Wii instead, or just go get a Wii U and mod it because nobody wants a Wii U. Well, honestly. I have a modded Wii U, and it might be on there for all I know. Of course, weren't Wii U's, like, just bricking themselves recently? Wasn't there a rumor about that? So there was a little more insight into that that had to do with the type of flash memory that you had, and you're really just at the uh, mercy of a lottery. Okay, well, maybe I'll try to fire mine up here sometime to see if it even still works. Yeah, I should I should turn mine on again. I should. Uh, there's an app that uh, lets you know what manufacturer you have for the flash memory. Uh but, you know, it's just so easy to mod it anyway. It's kind of like the 3DS. It's just so easy to mod it. You may as well do it. It's so just easy go to get another well, one. I couldn't do it, but, you know, most of you could. <laughs> I can't even add damn cover art to my Steam Deck games. Well, okay, that that was, that's not your fault. Uh, Decky was on there before. I remember seeing the word Decky. Yeah. You know, I had to the the, uh, the button on the right side to bring it up, and it was a Decky. I'm like, it, I'm like is my, it can is sometimes my disappear. It, disappear. it can sometimes disappear, and totally you have to did. reinstall which involves copy-pasting into command prompt terminal console. Console, in this case, we're talking about Arch Linux console, uh, in order to get it to reinstall and show up back in game mode again. I feel like there's a meme somewhere that just shows somebody who's, like, totally mind-blown, but in the most confused, not knowing what you're talking about way ever. That would be me right now. Isn't that, isn't that the John Cena confused meme? Maybe. I don't know. That's a candidate, though. I mean, for those of you who don't really know me well, I'm not very good with technology. Like, I can do, I, I mean, obviously, like, I can run my game system. I can add ROMs to my Steam Deck. I mean, I'm, I'm good enough to do that. But I'm like, if you ask me to do something even slightly complicated on any kind of computer or anything like that, I'm just be like, what? And then I'll ask how to do it. And Michael will be like, we're not your Google, Roger. 
it's important to uh, get the skill of of not just Googling, but knowing how to adjust your Google search for what you want and knowing where to look in your results for the answer. I think that's the, the main problem I have when I try to Google things. Because one can be knowledgeable enough to be dangerous and just say, oh, well, uh, if I'm if I'm trying to uh, make a website, let's say, and somebody says, uh, just put this code in there, maybe don't just post the co paste the code into your site. Understand what it does. Understand what you're doing. Right. And, and then go ahead and uh, try to do something, you know? I feel like I would be the one who just like randomly posted it and it's like, oh. Oh, yeah, I just installed this on my uh, Steam Deck and uh, now it's bricked. I, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Must be a virus. Yeah. Not my fine. fault, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's only a $600 piece of hardware. I'm uh, also, uh, this isn't really Nintendo related, but I am playing Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Thank you, Bonner, for that. I am not playing Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, nor will I play Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. What if I bought it for you? Just passing it along, you know? <sighs> no. No? I would not. Don't waste your money. You could you could install uh, Sekiro the Easy Mod. I would. There's an Easy Mod. There is an Easy Mod on PC. That's the only way I would play. <laughs> uh, Michael, I, right now, I'd probably just turn off. Podcast. For the record, I did not install it. Uh, and if anyone wants to check, uh, I will. I am more than happy to show unmodified Sekiro on my Steam Deck, or you know, if I need to stream it, I don't care. Playing games to me is to relax, and I can't relax while getting. Angry, pissed off. I mean, I, I, maybe, maybe, maybe you'd have to start playing a little bit to understand. But it is simultaneously frustrating, but also just you get an itch to just want to prove yourself to this asshole of a game. Oh, I've played some of that game before. I've gotten to the first actual boss. For the boss, boss. Yeah, first like boss, boss. The the one on the horse. Yes, horsey boss. The horsey boss. That's not bad. I've That's gotten bad. that far. I feel like in most Souls games, I make like a little bit of progress, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm getting pissed off. I'm done. I just uh, last night managed to get to the second major boss at the top of the castle. Don't ask me names. I mean, I just called the first boss Horsey Boss, and that's... I think that's fitting. That is, that is what I'm sticking with. I think Horsey Boss is a fantastic name, and I think that that boss should embrace that name. Sure. From software, if you're listening in your next game, or actually just just pat, just not even your next game, just patch into Sekiro that name that horse is now, or that boss is now horsey boss. I'm also uh, playing on the Steam Deck Ocarina of Time 3D. Nice, but now at a higher resolution with a texture pack. So I want to say I on YouTube yesterday caught a little clip of um, Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, broken set or broken skull sessions podcast. And he was talking with uh, Cody Rhodes, who's like one of the big time WWE guys right now. And they were doing like a uh, like a sixty second. Um, I'm going to ask you a question, and you just got to give me your first immediate answer. And the first question was best Zelda game, and Cody Rhodes says Ocarina of Time, and then Stone Cold looks at him and says, "No, Breath of the Wild." Wow. Justin was very much appreciative when I said him that clip. <laughs> I bet. But uh, yeah, for those of you who don't like wrestling, I'm always like, what? Yeah, I'm just I'm just staring. I mean, I understand uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's, it's fine, uh, but I think everybody at least would get that name. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the bigger names out there. Yeah. Anyways, we've we've kind of tangented this entire episode so far. Like we've not even said the word Mario. Well, I did just finish Mario 3D Land. Okay, there we go. So, uh, spoilers for a Mario game that is like uh, ten plus years old. Yeah, it's it's a bit old at this point, and you wouldn't think so. Uh, 
just just going back to it necessarily, but man, it's been out a while. I wish they would put really set on Switch. And I know, I know, we always say that for a lot of games, but what they did to 3D World, where they sped it up, really needs so much better. Really needs to happen with this game. The the way the momentum works is is weird, especially if you have the 3D World mindset going backwards to this game. And um, not sure uh, how many of you might be familiar with uh, SCTV. If if not, ask your parents. Or if you're young, I hate you, but ask your grandparents. Um, 3D House of Pancakes effect, where there's a lot of 3D effects they try to sh- throw at you, and it doesn't really make sense if you turn off the 3D or right. if you're emulating it instead. I always thought the 3D thing was interesting because, like, I remember back in like the late 80s and the 90s, it was like 3D. It was thrown in your face. You know, we had Friday the 13th 3D and Jaws 3D and all these like big time 3D movies. And then they disappeared for like 20 years. I mean, that these things are kind of cyclical. But yeah, that is what I mean by 3D Palace of Pancakes is yeah. that they just throw 3D things in your face. And it's it's just there for the sake of 3D. It doesn't actually add anything. And if you don't have the 3D, it just looks silly. Right. It yeah, just doesn't exactly. make sense. Because obviously, a sitcom like SCTV isn't going to have 3D glasses for you to, to watch something. That's it's just... Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's it's it's still a very good game. Um, I don't like the way they do some progression in in some of the Mario games because you have eight worlds, star coins, you have to get gold flags at every level, and then the game ends. Except you have another eight worlds. Except there's also Luigi. So now you have to just at least finish each level with Luigi. After that, and then you have to beat the game one more time. Slot of Mario. Uh, yeah. Um, and I might not be remembering all the steps correctly, but there's a lot that you have to play just to uh, experience everything to get the final level. Well, the truth be told, like I don't think I've played this game really, other than just messing around on a level or two since it came out. So that's been 12 years. I would I would recommend out. you play it. It is it does function better on the Steam Deck well, now. Well, to get it all fixed up for leaves. I remember trying to run on the Steam Deck before. It was very laggy. Here's so. hoping. Uh, 3D World made it a little bit worse. Because you had four characters, right? And if you weren't, if you were just playing by yourself, uh, that means you have to go through every level four times. Except there's yeah, actually a fifth character, that. so that <laughs> yeah, means you have you to unlock do... Rosalina. That's and then you have additional levels. Maybe not eight additional worlds. I think it's about four. Um, they're they're a little hard. Uh, <laughs> you have to you have to do four additional worlds, and then you finally get the uh, like Champion Road, I believe it's called, final level. And which I'm sure is, both in both games, always, those are not those are not uh, easy to do. I remember playing the Star World levels on Super Mario World when I was a kid. I would say this is harder. I'm sure. Yeah, because like I'm looking back at the Star World levels, and it's not really the Star World levels. It's like the the radical and uh, bogus and those Tub- tubular. Yeah, yeah, tubular. Yeah, those were like really hard. But I, I feel like, like as far as like levels like that are concerned, Mario Maker prepared people for things like that better than uh, Nintendo had previously. Right. Because uh, there's a big fascination on Super Mario Maker with like Kaizo-style levels, yeah. which I love. I love uh, watching people play them. I play them a little bit, and I get frustrated and move on. So uh, part of 3D Land is you find out that uh, Luigi has been kidnapped. And uh, boy, doesn't that sound familiar? It does. It sounds like we're going to talk about on our topic today. Huh. Funny how that how that uh, happens, huh? Yeah. I, I, I promise I was not playing 3D World just because it had that element. I kind of forgot about that coming into this, but it's a pretty nice tie-in if I It really I have to is, say. yeah. So, uh, you want to get started on uh, talking about the movies? 
yeah, let's get started talking about Super Mario Bros. movie. So, uh, just a little bit of rundown on the Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh, for those of you who really aren't familiar with the movie itself. Um, well, to be clear, which which movie are we talking about here? Well, the the only one that matters. The 1993 Super Mario Bros. movie. I knew you were going to say starring, that. Starring, uh, starring, um, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, aka Eddie Valiant from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was still his Fair. best role. I Fair. will never concede that was not his best role. It is a good movie. And, uh, awkward John Leguizamo as Luigi, <laughs> who was like the least Luigi Luigi ever. I guess you can say Sorry, that now, yeah. Luigi Mario. Yes, Luigi Mario, because they are the Mario brothers. Correct. Correct. Did they make that joke in the movie, in the new one? I don't remember. That would, that, that would have been too easy for them to do. It, it would have. Well, I mean, they, they referenced the original movie, I think. No, they didn't. There are elements of the original movie. Okay, that, that, that's that, fair. That, that these, there are elements that the, both movies here remember share. How, like, remember in the 1993 Super Mario Bros. movie, like how awesome Yoshi was? No. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm going to just be frank. Like I, don't think, I don't think most of the movie is awesome in any sense. <laughs> I, I, the favorite thing about this, like, and I, I, I talked about this, we did something after the Gurus one time, I think it was, and uh, we talked about it. First of all, like, the Goombas in that movie were hilarious. Yeah, they are it's pretty like, dopey. It's like these, these, like, massive monstrous enemies, which you would never expect out of a Goomba. So, so does this establish that uh, Goombas are just de-evolved toads? I think so. I mean, we only saw one toad, and I would assume that is the, quote-unquote, the toad. Right. Uh be de-evolved but yeah what about the others that's a good good question where are they or how does this how does this even work uh are they are these mushroom people that are being uh de-evolved or or perhaps the lore the lore is a bit confusing in that sense it really is and let me tell you the morton jankel cut uh doesn't doesn't help anything (laughs) well i I seem to remember like with the original super mario bros game it was actually canon that like the blocks and stuff in the game were actually toads yeah that's kind of messed up yeah because they have been transformed i think that's just been silently dropped yeah i I, Uh, I don't mind because really if you think about it if that's the case and you're murdering just countless innocent toads but you know what has not been dropped is the fact that the brothers are from brooklyn True. That is that is uh, stayed very true. Much to some people's surprise, throughout all these years, it's just not yeah, a, it's just not I an important kinda, part of the movie. You know, I kind of wondered if maybe with the new movie they were going to like retcon the whole Brooklyn thing and make them from a fictional city, New Dog um, City. Sure, why not? Yeah, like let's transition it to New Dog. Which I mean, they Paulette was the mayor in the new movie, but we'll talk about the new movie in a little bit. You know, my favorite favorite uh, meme about Mario Odyssey. What's that? Is that uh. They were humans with human proportions, and then Mario is there. That's true. And people were saying, "Wait, is Mario not a human? No, he's Italian." That was that was the meme. <laughs> That's the joke. That that is the joke. Yeah. Um, but like, I think my favorite thing about that old Mario movie, like '93, is you, when you watch it and you see like the CGI raptor that is Yoshi, and like it is some of the worst CGI. I thought there was a little bit of a practical effect to him. There was a little bit, but like you look at what they did with Yoshi and like how terrible the effect was and how awful he looked. And literally a month later, fucking Jurassic Park came out. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's a bit rough. Yeah. It's a bit rough of a time for them. And it's like, well, look what they did there. This could have been so much better. (sighs) So, yeah, I watched the Morton Jankel cut, which uh, 
it adds 20 minutes. That's there really isn't much to say other than it adds 20 minutes. There are two points that come out uh come to my mind immediately on that though. First is there's a weird plot line, something about uh when when Koopa goes into the de-evolve machine. Does he come out and say in the original cut was I ever in there before and everyone just kind of goes silent to him? I don't think so. That was that was in this version. Interesting. And that was never followed up on ever again. And maybe that's why it was part of this cut is because it was it was this cut from the original plot holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, it's maybe. like what what is this what is this what does this mean? What what does this add to the to the deep deep lore of right. Mario in ninety three? Nothing. And of course, the other thing is, uh, you know, not not uh, a movie is not complete without destroying some kind of building. And you'll never guess what kind of building was destroyed in the Morton Jankel cut. What kind of building was? Oh, I think I know which one it was. Yeah, that's right, the Twin Towers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whew. Um, that was that, like that, that, version, that version should never see the it's light like of day. It's like the worst officially. kind of foreshadowing that you ever want to see in a movie from. But it's it's okay once they once the once the thing was uh, removed from the ground, uh, it got it got fine again. That's good. That's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, so, yeah. I think I remember you mentioning that they just, like the twin towers get destroyed in the original Mario. Yeah, because I was completely baffled part. by it. It's like. Um, this is not okay in 2023. No, no, they're they're never gonna they're never gonna officially release this. They guy. can't, like, absolutely not. Nor should they. Like, just leave that to rest. And I haven't even mentioned the 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 more elaborate uh, uprising that. Uh, what were the cousins' names again? <sighs> when they went through the evolution part of the machine, and then they go to the club, and then. In this cut, they I can't remember their names. But they're like, yeah. you know what, Mario and Luigi are right. We need to start an uprising. Like that was more explicitly said, right. rather than just kind of a passing comment. I think in the final film, right? Which or we're kind of in the would background. Would have made more sense to have that in. Also, women with uh, weird uh, uh, dinosaur tails in the club, cut from the movie, it's, but I it's mean, in this version. It was predicting furries like ten years ahead of time. Yeah, uh, if you uh, hate yourself enough to watch this version, it is on archive.org. Nintendo does not care to take it down. Um, I don't think it's Nintendo, easy to understand why. I mean, I, I really think Nintendo just prefers to pretend that movie not exists. They still release it, though. They care enough to get make money. This is true, and I don't know why they still release it. I don't know why they continue to acknowledge it, but because there's people that are weird enough to say, "Yeah, it's kind I, of a bit I, of a cult I want following." This. Like it's like, but I I remember like I was so excited for that movie to come out when I was a kid, and I was so excited to go to the theater. I'd been pumped for this. I loved Mario. Mario was my favorite. You know, I would watch the Super Mario Bros. Super Show on TV, and which I'll have more on that when we talk about the Mario Bros. 2023 movie here in a few minutes. But like, I couldn't wait because Mario was my jam. That was my favorite thing when I was a kid. And then I got to the theater and I watched that shit. And I'm just like, for those of you who can't see, which is all of you, I'm like, I'm blank, I'm blinking like at Russ, like just with disappointment. It could be worse. You could have gone to the theaters to see Final Fantasy and the Spirits Within. Uh, yep, totally didn't do that or anything. Uh, uh, I have not watched that movie since uh, since then. I also um, have not watched that movie since then. Nor do to I be fair, to. to be fair, I, I, I would think that movie might have aged a little better. Might have been bland, sure, but... Uh, well, they, they also didn't destroy the Twin Towers in Final Fantasy and the Spirits Within. Well, if you ever only, only ever watched the theatrical cut, then oh, you, you wouldn't know true. about that 
This is also very true. Don't don't maybe don't watch the the extended don't watch cut. that cut. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I want to recommend. Mm-hmm. It's just more, it's just more movie, <laughs> right? So like, I want to move into the 2023 Super Mario Bros. movie now. Okay. And I love that like as soon as the as the movie starts, you know they're in that pizza place. Punch out pizza. Punch out pizza, and there's just characters like a different punch out characters on the wall, um, and then there's an old man next to where they're the Mario brothers are hanging out and he's playing a game called Jumpman yeah, on an arcade machine. Uh, his name is Giuseppe. Uh, and it's super cool because obviously Jumpman was Mario's name originally before he became Mario. That's what was his name when he was in the original Donkey Kong. And he was clearly fighting Donkey Kong, mind you. And then uh, Giuseppe speaks and you know who that is immediately because oh, yeah. it's Charles Martinet who the is legend. the voice of Mario in everything except for this movie and the 90s cartoons right um this is it's like hey you're gonna immediately fall in love with this movie just because of these two things and if that wasn't enough we're gonna continue to throw awesome things at you in the next 90 minutes there were there were plenty of uh references to smile at throughout this movie oh yeah um i think my favorite thing in the entire movie as far as like references is concerned is when they play the super mario commercial on the tv for their plumbing business, it's playing the Super Mario Bros. Super Show theme. I I see. I never watched it, so I didn't. Really yeah, so you didn't get that, that reference. No, no. We're the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game. Like it was actually that was from the cartoon. It's kind of like how they threw the DK rap in when they introduced Donkey Kong. Like they're throwing back. Rest in peace, Grant Kirkhope, being acknowledged by anybody. They 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 did him so wrong in that in that in the credits. <sighs> Grant Kirkhope, you have our appreciation. Yes. You really you, do. You get the uh, gold rank. From, you absolutely. He gets the gold. Silver, we're not even going to go through a whole discussion on that. He no. just gets the gold. We'll, we'll give Miyamoto the, the gold seal quality as well. Oh, I think, that should, I think that should go without those, saying. Otherwise, those are automatic. Otherwise, I think the podcast should be shut down if we're not going to give Miyamoto the. We, we, we have other seal goals we can give out. Yeah, we can give one to AG Amuna, Anuma. I think his name is. Anuma, yeah. Yeah, we can give one to uh, Sakurai. You know, you guys get gold. Gold for all of you. Koji Kondo, yeah, you get a gold too. Reggie? Reggie, gold. Have Doug you, Bowser, we're still, we're still waiting. We're still, still waiting. Yeah, we're yeah, still, yeah. We're still not sure there. Howard so, and Nestor, gold. Uh, my biggest surprise of of Easter eggs would have to be Chunky Kong. I was, I, was I heard he was a, dead, and he has been for quite a long time. With uh, DK sixty four being his last appearance, right? And yeah, I, I didn't even really expect to see Diddy and Dixie there either. Like, I, no, not at all. And like when Diddy came on the screen the first time and Dixie's there, I'm like, oh, hey, it's Dixie Kong too. I was very surprised. Um, and actually, like, talking about the Kongs, and I know we're going to be going like just in no sort of order talking about this movie. We're just going to talk about this movie. No, no, this isn't an organized podcast like post game content. No, Th- this is not. this we're is just, chaos here. We're, we're, we are chaotically discussing the movie. Uh, my least favorite thing about the whole movie, however, was Cranky Kong. Like, just, they just did not do a good job of translating that character to the screen. I had no issue with Cranky Kong. Uh, the, the voice wasn't right. His personality wasn't right. I appreciate they at least acknowledged that he was DK's dad. Oh, man. The big debate. Dad versus granddad. I guess it's finally settled. Nintendo settled it. It's canon now. I don't know. Is the movie technically canon? It's it it's its own canon, sure. Is anything canon in the Mario universe? That's the real question. What is? Oh, it canon? that's is there a that's timeline? that's opening up a can of worms Plus, with with, so, with someday timeline we're fans. gonna do like the Super Mario Bros. timeline episode. No, absolutely not. Like I don't even <laughs> like, I don't even want to talk I don't even want to talk about the, the Zelda timeline because that's that's 
uh, a headache enough as is. But Mario, people bend over backwards to create a Mario the timeline. timeline, though. It doesn't make sense now because Breath of the Wild. I think that's I think, think that's the point. But if you count the Hyrule Warriors, no, it all makes sense. Hyrule Warrior, Warriors is at the end of the three timelines, and then Breath of the Wild happens. Wait, Hyrule Warriors, the the second one? No, the first, Age, Age of the first one. No, regular Hyrule Warriors. It's, I'm trying to is, remember what happens in that. This is not officially on the timeline, but like all these enemies from across the series are in it. Like they've basically they've merged Zelda timelines essentially. Like not officially, but obviously it has to have happened for the events of that game to happen. See, we were just talking about the the skip skip uh, gif from a uh, Shannon and skip or is it, is it that is that what it's called? Um, like the the sportscaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I I'm kind of wanting to just. Be like Roger, come on, please. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I try to prefer. I try to, and this is even more tangent going off that gift. It's like I try to choose that Skip Bayless doesn't exist. <laughs> Just like we should try to choose that the original '93 Mario Bros. movie doesn't exist. Right. But like, the sad thing is, like, this has gone to the point now. Where I can't even remember the original point that was being made about this movie. Well, like, okay, wait, wait, wait. We're talking about the timeline. Okay. All right. Oh, and about if the movie's canon and how it would fit right, into a right, Mario right. timeline if it existed. Right. And then I got on the Zelda timeline where you count Hyrule Warriors as the merging point of the three timelines. And then Breath of the Wild happens. Sure. Yeah. It's that easy. So easy. Yeah. But no, I think the I think the Mario movie just needs to be its own timeline. It doesn't have to be. No, it really doesn't. You don't have to force it into uh, a, a square peg into a round hole. No. No. Um. I think one of our most appreciated things in this movie, and that goes kind of goes back to what you said earlier about Luigi kind of being kidnapped in Super Mario uh, 3D Land. Yeah. I love that Peach was not a damsel in distress. Like, she Only made at the very Mario. end. Only at the very end. Yeah. But she made Mario. Mario was nothing until she trained him. Well, I wouldn't quite say that. We had those sequences in Brooklyn where Mario was taking the lead. He's jumping. He's He's doing you know all sorts of acrobatics opening doors for luigi if anything luigi's going to need the training next right I mean, and and that but should mario be more was rough. no peach no he was no peach no but brooklyn doesn't typically have bullet bills and uh fire bars coming out do you. they though do they not though fair yeah brooklyn's pretty rough place i apologize to all of our brooklyn listeners that are out there that probably don't exist but yeah it's fine I'm sure there are dozens of you. There's dozens. Um, but, you know, they're just... The whole movie is just like, it's reference after reference after reference. And I don't have a problem with that. Right. I, so, one thing I took I took a little bit of notes on. Um, a lot of people seem to criticize the, 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 the movie because it's mostly references and not really plot. And I, you might have a case for that, sure. But when has Mario's plot ever not been thin? Uh, Super Mario Sunshine, and look what happened to that game. Ugh. Worst Mario game. Mama Peach. Right there. Just just saying. Just saying. Yikes. Peaches, peaches, peaches. So, <laughs> yeah, we got we got to talk about the the song uh, at some point. But we we were we 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 did discuss uh, critic reviews and just how weirdly low they were. Right. Um, to be honest, did you read any of the reviews before? I I did, and I just, you know this, I'm going to tell you the same thing. I I put this in Discord. I've told Justin this, and I, I know not all of our listeners look at the Discord, but like 
the thing you got to keep in mind when you're looking at the reviews for the Super Mario Bros. movie, these are film critics scoring the movie as if it is a, like, film. Which, I, I, I guess it is a film, but, like, they're, they're looking at it as, like, film as an art or film as, like, oh, does this uh, fit into the tropes of what we want a film, a good film to be? They're looking at it from that viewpoint. Because a movie can be just a super fun popcorn, you know, popcorn movie and not be a good movie. I'm not saying the, the Super Mario Bros. 2023 isn't that because I think it's a, I think it's a good movie personally. But like, you know, for, for example, um, of like a fun movie that's just not a good movie. Um, I say for example, and then like I have no example. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. Right. But I, I mean, I, we get... We, the, the point is made. Uh, kind of kind of going back to post-game content again, you got to meet it where it's at. You can't set unrealistic expectations no. on uh, a piece of media. Like, this was never going to be, like, an Academy Award nominee for Best Picture. This was never going to be that. Not for Best Picture. It's probably going to get a nomination for Best Animated Film. And, oh, no, no, for, for a song. And it's, I, I would almost also almost guarantee it would get a nomination for Best Original Song for Peaches. Um, and anybody who disagrees with that, let me just remind you of um, Blame Canada from South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. That movie got an Academy Award nomination. I, I, I love that you had to say the entire name of the movie there. It's, it's the I mean, it's name. just respect, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I respect Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and they didn't respect Phil Collins after that Academy Award. <laughs> Uh, he for Tarzan, and they didn't. <laughs> so, looking, so I finally, I, I realized I never, I didn't really read critic reviews, mostly because I didn't care. But I did go back and I decide to. I don't read critical reviews very often for for movies. I always do for games. I never do for movies. So I picked, I picked a few uh, critic reviews. Okay. And uh, just going through a few. So Chicago Reader has a tagline: Nobody asked for the, the beloved video game characters to be humanized and overexplained. I don't feel like they were humanized. They felt like... And and it kind of goes on to, to talk about how they don't want backstories for these characters and how they came from Brooklyn. Or that was we, don't, we, don't, well, we don't know where Peach came from, but if there's only right. one pipe, then probably Brooklyn as well. I mean, they were, those characters already had that backstory. It was already there. They were always from Brooklyn. True. That was, that but I, was guess they, the, I guess they don't even want that in the movie. Right. Just just have the have, just start have off the Mushroom Mario Kingdom. Luigi already there. They yeah. live there. Right something or right. or just skip the origin story okay so i can kind of understand in that aspect if you just want to skip uh an origin story for the umpteenth time kind of like spider-man or, or batman you don't want to see uh those pearls being flown in the air for the umpteenth time exactly uh having having uh something established can kind of help with the pace especially for a 90 move roughly 90 minute movie like this i can kind of understand that but the way they did it in this movie I thought the pacing was fine. I thought having origins were, was was fine. I just thought of a popcorn movie, Batman Forever, popcorn movie. Is that the uh, Two Face one, Riddler? The, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that is um, the the Val Kilmer Batman. It's like fun okay, movie. Okay. Fun to watch. Terrible. I haven't watched that in a long time. Okay. I need it's to go still, back and still better than Batman and Robin. Then I mean, that's Bat not a, that's not a. See, okay, that's actually a great example of the cyclical nature of we have something is bad, give it time. People are trying to say on that it is honestly good. Look it up online. People are trying to say that Batman Forever is good. 
And no, <laughs> it just, it, I don't, I'm sorry. I just, I, I don't, I don't see it. Val, Val Kilmer did not get his acting chops in that movie. What to say? Definitely didn't display. Oh no, I meant for, I meant for Batman and Robin. Oh, oh, with bat nips. And, 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 uh, all the ice puns. Ice to meet, <laughs> ice to meet you. Oh my. Yeah. That's, uh, man, biggest waste of George Clooney ever. Oh yeah. They, right they, there. Yeah, they had they there was some celebration of George Clooney and uh there were so many Batman jokes at his expense. I should have been. As as almost, almost ruined his career. <laughs> yeah. Um so I, I I have a few more examples of uh critic reviews okay. here. And uh we got uh The Observer that notes that the nineteen ninety three movie has the kind of oddball creativity that, by and large, studios do not permit anymore, especially when it comes to est- uh, adapting established properties. You got to understand the context of the 1993 movie, and understand Batman. Uh, which one? Batman uh, Returns. Yes. Around the same time coming out, and and some other other movies or adaptations releasing around this time. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty safe a- way to a- ad- adapt a movie back in '93. Yeah. As weird as it is to just kind of disregard the source material and fit some of the basic ideas into a more traditional movie. It was not creative. It was not bold. It was just a haphazard mix of tone and and setting and uh, just happened uh, to work. Kind yeah. of unnecessary politics uh, thrown in there. Nobody asked for for politics in their Mario movie. I'm sorry. No, no, we don't want that. And then they go on. It is completely on model by the numbers translation of the Mario Brothers video game franchise, incorporating as much familiar imagery as possible while adding practically nothing. For the Mario fan in your household, young or old, it's exactly it's likely exactly what they want it to be. However, if you've man- somehow managed to go through life without having any attachment to the character, there is absolutely no reason for you to watch it. And I would just like to say, who out there uh, doesn't know a Mario? You know, I would venture to say Mario is probably the most recognizable character in the entire world, outside of maybe Mickey Mouse. Oh, I thought I thought they I thought uh maybe that, more that was so at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean everybody knows who Mario is. Now not everybody may have an attachment to or has played a Mario game, but if you show if you show somebody a picture of Mario, they're like, Oh, that's Mario. Right. You know. And they didn't seem to like Chris Pratt doing the voice. Uh and, that's another point I want to talk about. I was I was I was fine with the voice. It doesn't well I wouldn't I, want the I, no disrespect to Charles Martinet, but I wouldn't want the voice of Charles Martinet for hour and a half. No, because he, he's not had experience doing things like that. And I know like when they first announced a voice cast, it was it was like a meme. Oh, I just Chris, lost it. Yeah, Chris Pratt was an absolute meme. He's so cool. Yeah. Um <laughs> I just no, I just lost it. Every every subsequent announcement after Chris Pratt was just icing on the cake of this madness of a movie. Right. And it sounded like a complete train wreck at that announcement. But then it worked so well. But it worked. Because like, within the first five minutes of the movie, I was no longer hearing, oh, that's Chris Pratt. I'm hearing, okay, Mario. Um, people made such a big deal about how awful the casting was. I thought the casting was great. Um, Charlie Day as Luigi, give me that all day. But no pun intended. Like, give me a Luigi's Mansion movie starring Charlie Day. Yes, we I would want like that. that. Yes. Uh, Jack Black, I can't imagine anybody else can play Bowser after seeing him as Bowser. He was perfect for that role now don't get me wrong i would not want future mario games to suddenly have full voice acting from these 
uh, no, no, no. Actors. Please don't put please don't put Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario in the next Mario game. Right. I mean, I guess I'll take Charlie Day as Luigi, but you know. One one thing that the Observer uh, definitely put in there to troll Justin, I'm sure. Hang on to your Joy-Cons, because I, a film critic, am about to say something nice about these Sonic the Hedgehog movies. And here it is. They're movies. Both the 2020 Sonic film and its sequel have their own story that is unique from any of the games, cartoons, or comics that make up the Sonic franchise, introducing their own characters, settings, set pieces, and ideas. They're not a total reinvention like the 1993 Super Mario Brothers, but they do have a spark of originality to them. I, I will defend that the original Sonic Hedgehog movie that came out in 2020 was way better than it had any right to be. Yes. That is a good movie. I didn't watch I didn't watch two. No? No, I've not watched two. It but, is much it's it's it goes it goes a lot more into leans a lot more into the uh Sonic kind of tropes uh gotcha. so it's expectations. More, it's more Sonic y than the first Sonic movie. Yeah, because what I'm kind of baffled with with that quote more than just uh saying one is more the more of a movie than the other, which Let's let's not even uh, delve into why that whether right. uh, um, is that was kind of like a road trip movie in a weird way. Yeah, I I totally get that. And it sounded like and it almost seems like they just didn't know what they wanted to do for a first movie, and they had a limited budget. So uh, let's just fit it into this other mold and call it Sonic. Yeah, and it worked. I mean, clearly. I mean, it worked. It was it was, it was a fine movie, but it wasn't. It, it, Sonic 2 is kind of the better Sonic movie in a sense because you got it's Tails, you got Knuckles, you got you got more the over over the top Eggman shenanigans going on. And I should probably watch this at some point. I think it's on Paramount Plus. But and I couldn't tell you what the original characters are because they're mostly the humans. James Marsden. I'm forgetting the other actor actresses names. I mean Jim Carrey, obviously. But who cares? Well, that's not that's not an original character. Well, that's just Eggman. That's true. But these other characters, they're 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 just kind of the bridges to the audience, I think, more than actual characters. Right. Am I wrong here? Like, no, no, no. And if you know, the, the Super Mario Bros. movie, like, aside from you know introducing Mario's family as a very small role, and which you know, Mario's dad is Charles Martinet again. Also, yes, also Charles Martinet. Um, they didn't take really liberties to do any of that. Um, they didn't really make a lot of oh no the connection to the audience is through Mario right and that's and that was a target audience that's the thing they wanted to target Mario fans that's what they're getting kids love Mario yeah I mean Mario is again one of the most recognizable things on the planet Earth and they played to their audience with that um, one last comment on the Sonic movie um, if you haven't already watched the Chippendale Rescue Rangers live action movie on Disney Plus. Yeah, we'll just leave that there for the surprise. Yeah, we'll leave it there for the surprise. It's great. It's and, and yeah, let's not let's let's stop talking about Sonic before uh, Justin just blows a a vein. It's okay. Well, we were here's the thing though. That was very much in context for comparison as far as yeah that I, review. I, I wanted to bring that up because that was just a. And I like Sonic, but that was just kind of a baffling quote. It is, um, and I I mean I enjoyed the Super Mario Bros. movie more than I enjoyed the Sonic movie. Yes. I will very willingly admit that. Um, mind you, I'm also not a huge... I, I like Sonic. I will admit, I get as much shit as I give Russ over Sonic games, I like Sonic games. I don't love Sonic games. I do like them, and I will always check them out. But 
and I like the movie, but it's it's not Mario. You know, Mario was my that's my bread and butter when I was a kid. Mario and you know, returning like, to the theme of uh, that I've been going through with the uh, the episode, there have been plenty of takes online of people saying, you know what, maybe Sonic was never good. It's like we need to just stop it. Just please, just walk away for a little bit. Sonic maybe was, go play a Sonic game again. Sonic was never great, but it was fine. It was fun. Sonic is the popcorn movie of video games. I can understand that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't think I'd argue with that too much. Yeah, they're not good games, but they can be fun. Sonic Adventure Two is the best example in the world of that. That game is not good. Is it fun? Hell yes. Man, we got to We got to do an episode sometime talking about Sonic Adventure. Justin one and will two. not listen to it. No, not one bit. We should lure him in and tell him we're doing a Zelda episode, and then when it starts, we just start talking about Sonic. But then he would just stay silent, or you'd just leave. That's <laughs> that's not a good episode. <laughs> It'd be good for us. We'd we have, we we have a slam door sound for when he uh, exits yeah, the fine. building. But he knows our plan now, so we can't possibly pull it off. No, no. No, Justin, I would never do that to you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. Um, yeah, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. What a weird game. Yeah. Set of games. But but I like them. They're fun. Anyways, back to this movie yeah. we were trying to talk about. Um, huh? Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about my other favorite part of the movie. Sure. My favorite character in the entire movie. That fucking Luma. Yes. At Bowser's Castle. Yes. That Luma is that Luma was literally was Michael Barr. I think that was I think the name was Luma Lee. Yeah. Yeah. I believe you're right. Yeah, that Luma was literally Michael Bonner in every way, shape, or form. He was just, it was just so funny. Yeah. Just, just relating to every adult there, like, oh, the only escape is sweet death. Yeah, bring on <laughs> death's embrace. Uh not mind you, it didn't even think once that the fact that it was small enough, it could have gone right through those bars and left anytime it wanted to. But no. That would have been a good joke to throw in. Right? But no, it wanted to die. It wanted to go down with that ship. That just makes it even more sad now. I don't I didn't think about it like that. I didn't that, either that, until just now, but now it's like, oh great, now we have Suicidal Luma. Yeah. In the movie. It really is Michael Bond. Can't wait for that uh Galaxy sequel where they where they where, 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 where Luma Lee returns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, now I want that. Oh no. I want like just I want life-hating Luma in a Mario game. In a Mario game? Yeah. I was just talking about a Mario movie sequel. Oh, a movie sequel. Either one. Shit, put him in that 3D Mario game. You can follow Mario around, and when he falls out of pit, he'd be like, ah, I'm jealous. I'm going to go down that pit, too. Then he goes down to like that millions of Mario corpses that are there because Mario is a clone, ultimately. And don't forget the one-up mushrooms are grown from Mario's. That is, yes. that is a fact from the manga. Yikes. Super dark. Super dark. Super dark. We're not going to get into the, the Yoshi discussion oh no, let's again. Not, let's, not go, let's not go back to that again. We've, we've already had that discussion. For more on that, uh, go back to our... Uh, I think it was... Man, what, what was that? Was that the Nintendo Direct episode? Go back to the Nintendo yeah, Direct episode. Yeah, yeah. For more on the our Yoshi theory. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, if there's one thing I do want to criticize about the movie... And I know everyone's probably like gasping that there there is some sort of criticism. It's a weird nitpick of mine, but it's that weird animation of of faces, human ish faces that Illumination does. Yeah, it's very like I don't want to say it's like trademark Illumination, but it's like it's their thing. You know that you know that meme where they have a uh, uh, what was it, DreamWorks face? Yeah, it's that weird smirk. Yeah, uh, that they have on like every every poster mm-hmm. that kind of extends the illumination a little bit yeah and, it does. and mario like, and luigi don't really have it but peach was bugging me 
Peach was their elimination. I don't know what I don't know what that factor is. I don't know what the 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 key to it is, but there were just parts where it's like, no, please change it, please. Yeah, and I, I kind of felt that way with a lot of these Lord NPCs, but like a lot of the randoms in the movie, they they definitely. Were. Oh yeah, like the 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 person that's uh, in the commercial at the very beginning. Yeah, or like when they go to the first plumbing job at the, at the house. Yep. You yep. know, it's like they're very. I'm not taking a shot at Illumination. Like, I like some of Illumination's movies. Yes. Mind you. I like them for what they are. Yeah, mind you. I could be perfectly fine to never see another Despicable Me sequel again or Minions movie again after the last one. But uh, that's probably a hot take. I did not like uh, The Rise of Gru. Um, but I'm getting a look now. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I no, did not no. like the rise of group. All I was thinking is I just haven't watched the second yeah, one, so it's I'm not a I'm, fan. That's going to be and a Despicable Me three was kind of iffy on me too. Um, uh, I love the first two, and I love the first Minions movie, but I've watched Minions, but I haven't watched any of the Despicable Me. Despicable Me. I watched the first two; they're actually really, really good. But like Illumination Studios, they never, they just haven't grasped the, they haven't got the Disney. You know, when Disney animates characters and faces, everybody has their own personality. Everybody has their own like life in their face and it's like you said illumination is kind of eh, lean more into into uh the mario aesthetic I mean, lean more into uh cartoonish proportions for faces because peach is a little more uh human yeah i think that's i think that might be it is 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 the more human aspects and then you just have these uh stretched proportions for like surprise like just just doesn't doesn't quite gel for me what do you think of toad as a, a Keegan Michael Key fan, a little weird. I'm really hoping that is secretly Captain Toad. I was see. I was really hoping they'd give him the title of Captain. Or that we like. Some, actually, my they played the surprise, music. They played the music. Yeah, was that at some point he didn't put on the Captain Toad hat? I cruelly thought that was going to happen. Now wait, wait, wait. Is the top of his head a hat, or is it part of his head? It's part of his head. That should have been. That should have been uh, ironed out. In That's this his movie. head. It's totally his head. I think there have been illustrations of it being a hat, though. <laughs> it's not okay. Just it was just like a few strands of hair just sticking up. I wanted to just don the helmet. I mean, just picture this over. Like when we break off into the Super Smash Bros. cinematic universe. Like, of course, you know, we already have the Mario movie. And we're gonna have uh Metroid starring uh Allison Bree. Not Allison Bree. Sorry? That would be great, wouldn't it? That would be fantastic. Who? Allison Bree. Uh Brie Larson, Brie I believe, Larson is, is the troll uh image that you sent. Um and then you know, they have the Zelda movie where Link hopefully doesn't talk ever. But like, imagine they do the Captain Toad movie starring Kikamaku Key. And I would want that. Yeah, I don't know what it'd like, be about, but I would, it would want be it. be like an Indiana Jones level epic, but with Toad's Indiana Jones. Okay. Yeah. So it would work perfectly. No like, jumping, though. No jumping, because you can't jump. He's Toad. Yeah. Some people are pointing out, oh, that can't be Captain Toad. He was jumping. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about but that. But guess what? Doesn't have that backpack mm-hmm. on. True. That is that, that is the lore reason. Weighs them down. Yes, that 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 backpack's just so too yeah. Heavy. See, they're setting up this universe. Yep. We already have Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. He can have a movie. Okay, I lost it in the theater when when we had the Seth Rogen uh, laugh. I did not think they were going to lean into that aspect. Another perfect casting job right there with Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Like, just fan, just uh, no brainer. Fantastic. Absolute no brainer. Like. But he can have his own sequel. Like, I mean, Diddy Kong Long and Dixie, like they can do their their thing. Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. 
It's Why like not? I think the hardest thing to incorporate that would be like like the Zeldas and the Metroids and things like that. Like I don't know how they would incorporate those games. And then that like, you have to also solve the problem. Like okay, what in the mar in the world of the Super Mario Bros. movie is a video game, and what is like what could be real out there? Because obviously we couldn't have Pit get his own movie in that universe because Kid Icarus is a video game in that movie. Mario is playing it on his NES in his room at the beginning of the movie. Sure. Um, Punch Out, maybe they could they you know they could probably run with that. They're they're real characters. Well, they're real characters yeah. in the Mario universe. I mean, somebody took those pictures, unless it's just a fictional exactly. themed uh, restaurant exactly. based on a game, right? Which like Kid Icarus, for a guy, I just, it wouldn't work to do that, but. Wouldn't it be cool though? I mean, they could just hand wave all this stuff, and, and you know, we don't we don't have to have uh, super in depth lore reasons. It could just exist for fun. But yeah, I really wouldn't see a Kid Icarus movie happening anytime soon. I wouldn't see it happening ever. Nor would I see a proper Super Smash Bros. cinematic universe. Yeah, that's that's really just maybe just like a Super Mario Bros. cinematic universe. Yeah, could you know entirely be possible with off movies like Luigi's Mansion, like Donkey Kong Country, like Captain Toad, Captain Toad, for example. Like I I, you know, the, you know, there's something else I'm forgetting that's part of the Donkey Kong universe that could very easily be turned into a movie. I think. What's that? I think uh, it's a little thing called Banjo Kazooie. Hmm. Is that really Donkey Kong? And universe? Justin just turned off the podcast he yet did. again. Sorry, I tried not to troll, but I have to throw that out there. Banjo Kazooie is part of the uh, Donkey Kong universe, therefore part of the Mario universe. Okay. Th these are just facts. Okay. Okay. You, you don't seem fully convinced. I'm not. not no. Not, I, I would. I, I would go from like I'm not so fully convinced and lean more toward like I'm not so slightly convinced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so pitch this to me. Well, we had that uh, uh, Smash trailer. Oh shit. That, that was um, referencing another Smash trailer for uh, King K. Rule, which. This was the best what, what, would, what would you cast? Uh, who would you cast? Uh, King K. Rule for a Donkey Kong Country movie. Mm. Um, that's a good one. I would probably contact Jeremy Irons, who played Scar in The Lion King, the original Lion King. Okay, okay. I think that would be an awesome King K. Rule. I had a random name pop into my head. Okay. And not random because I love The Matrix. What about Lawrence Fishburne? Ooh, <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> well, it's it's funny you say that because like my first thought when you asked that was like Samuel L. Jackson could be a fun King K. Rule. Yeah, yeah, I mean it really depends on the sort of vibe you want to go for. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I think Jeremy Irons. I think would be my. Uh, I'd give him a call. I don't even know if he, he was. He might not even be alive. I don't know. I really wanted to say Lance Reddick, but rest in peace. He uh, oh. passed away recently. Lance Reddick. Yeah, I had to break the news to my father-in-law. Big fan of Fringe. Right. Yeah. Um, but going back to Banjo-Kazooie, they had that reference to a previous trailer for King K. Rule when they did the Banjo-Kazooie trailer. Um, and uh, I think there were references, very minor references between Banjo-Kazooie and uh, some of the Donkey Kong Country games that um, they are connected. Okay. I think I think there's something somewhere that is a, it's like pretty established. universes, kind of like a uh, multiverse kind of thing where somewhere, somehow... In some other universe, Donkey Kong is actually Banjo, and Diddy Kong is actually Kazooie. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> oh it's no! The, the rare multiverse. Oh no! The, the rare, rare multiverse. Okay, this multiverse trend needs to stop now. This hurts. Cranky is conquer. Stop it. <laughs>
I like to, I have to ruin everything, I feel like. Yeah, just a little bit sometimes, huh? Yeah, you know what? Let's, let's, but that's part of the funny, right? Any other points you want to make on this movie? Uh, another nitpick, I guess. And this is really just a, a, a victim of how you have uh, digital sets, so to speak, is that the end of the movie kind of just goes right back to the beginning. And it makes the movie feel a little small in that sense when it comes to New York. Right. Like, yeah, it's Brooklyn, but you don't, really get, you don't really get a feeling that it's it's like New York itself. They don't really go anywhere past a few blocks that they... Right, like they in. easily could have had that battle happen in like Times Square. Or... To, to the credit of the uh, old movie, you did get a few more uh, sites around New York. Right. And a setting that, uh, and a feeling that it was a real place. They might have had a few sets to pretend it was like New York City, or maybe they filmed in another city to make it look like New right, York City. Literally in this movie, like you could have called it any other city and it would have been believable. Sure. Oh, I guess that's New Dog City, or that's... Uh, that's um yeah that that movie takes place in um Mario Wood. All right. Yeah. Like, okay. That's yeah, that makes sense. But you're right. Like when you have a, a city that iconic and that big, maybe use the assets. They 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 could have easily done uh, Donkey Kong climbing up the Empire State Building and oh, do a King gosh. Kong reference. Although that might have made uh certain company uh pretty pretty upset. Well, you got to think about it though. Who owns Illumination? Wait, is that Universal? That's Universal, so. Uh, <laughs> Which is kind of funny okay. how that came full circle. Be yeah, that would be that, would be that nice. uh, Universal put on Nintendo several years ago about the use of Donkey Kong's name. So that, you know, it really has come full circle. Fair point. And okay. now they're making, okay. now they're the now, parent now, company. Now it's even more of a missed opportunity. Yeah. And now they have Super Nintendo World. Like, Universal and Nintendo, they've, uh, they've made up. They've hugged it out. Yeah. They totally should have done that. I didn't even think about that. That would have been absolutely perfect. That was just off the cuff. I didn't come into the podcast. And he could have been fighting off that. like uh, Paracoopas. Sure. From the top yeah. of the Empire State Building. Have airplanes. a super mushroom and be bigger. Yeah. yeah or 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 a uh, mega shroom. Oh, yeah. They didn't have that in the movie, but I mean, you could have easily thrown that in there. Well, they had the mini shrooms. So the mega shroom probably exists. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I, I have no doubt that all the uh, up, uh, power-ups exist in the universe. We saw Peach use Fire Flower. We we saw Cat Mario, Bonner's favorite. I would prefer Tanuki Mario, but I'll take Cat Mario. Wait, 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 Tanuki Mario as in the full body suit no, or just Tanuki, the tail? The tail. The Tanuki okay. tail. Because there's ears. two different suits. We that don't we're need the about. whole. We don't need the full body suit. And then there's the one with the scarf, and that designates whether or not you get do the uh, stone ability. I don't think I realized that. Oh, that was a, that's more of a uh, 3D world, 3D land. Oh, uh, uh, okay. That's distinction more of, for that one. Yeah. I mean, listen, Tanuki tail Mario will always be the best Mario. Although I do love Cape Mario. Cape, I mean, I, I grew up with Mario World, so Cape I, I really instantly wish, wins for me. I really wish, like, they brought back all these power-ups from old Mario games. They never brought back the Cape. It's never once happened. You know, Super Smash Brothers is sitting in a corner saying, am I a joke to you? Well, this is true. He does have the it Cape, does have a Cape Smash there. Bros. But I'd like to see it come back as, like, a proper power-up in a Mario game. I'd be interested to see how that translates to 3D, because it looks fine as a sprite, but translating that to anything else... It, Looks a little weird, <laughs> and yeah. I can't quite figure out why. That's true. I mean, it works in Smash, but you know, you, again, you're not really in that full 3D environment. You're in that, you know. Yeah, looking at that trophy in Melee of uh, Cape Mario, which I think is like one of those really rare trophies, unless mm -hmm. you hack your game. Uh, I don't know. Just just something isn't isn't quite what it looks like Doesn't in my mind, right. right? For uh, Super Mario World. I mean, you would think like. That game came out like 20 years ago, so maybe by now they could have perfected 
the perfected the technology. Cape yes, yeah. <laughs> we can now make Cape Mario in 2023. Hey, there's always the next game. Mimo, exactly. Mimo, Mimo said, "Stay tuned." Yeah, yeah. So, um, and who knows when that next game is going to be? We don't know. Did you think they were going to do a tie-in? No, for the I did no. not. It doesn't really seem like Nintendo slow. No, to it's do not. that sort of they, thing. I, I don't. I mean. Not that there was ever a president, a president, president, a president to go off of with Nintendo because, you know, they marched with the beat of their own drum. They've done, there's two Nintendo movies in existence, really. Yeah. Uh, there really isn't and, another, is there? Yeah. And there was no tie in with 93 Super Mario. No, no. Nor, nor should there no. really have been. No, there, no. Could no, you imagine no. if it was a, let's see, it was about, about that era. Could you imagine if it was a Super FX game? Or even better, a CDI game. Oh, Sega CD. You know, I think Super FX would have been a, a, a more quality, but uh, CDI would have been um, more accurate and more more, more accurate and more entertaining. No, more entertaining in a way, I would say. Okay. And by entertaining, I mean as a just terrible, terrible game. If we, those well, Zelda games are anything to go by, we can't talk about Hotel Mario without Max. So I'd say that for another day. Okay. Because that is a CDI. I have Mario not had game. the pleasure to play that game. I haven't either. But before we do, someday I'm going to have Max on. We're going to talk about Forbidden Mario games together. Yeah. And, you know, obviously Hotel Mario being the big one on there. I'd, I'd be curious. Mario was missing. Yeah. Mario's Time Machine. You know. All, all, those, all the great hits. Yeah. Super Mario, New Super Mario Bros. 2. What's wrong with that game? Super Mario Land. Oh, uh, that one's, no. Oh, oh, I totally forgot. I have to defend myself. I have not been on this podcast for a little bit. And you and Justin had some words. <laughs> and of, out of everything, out of everything that you two talked about, I would just like to set the record straight. I don't like cheese. I would not have been eating poutine up in Canada. This is, this is the important PSA that I wanted to bring. Now let's get back to the regular schedule programming. This, this is this is the argument you bring to the table. Yes. I'm not eating poutine, damn it. No. Listen, I'm going to, no. I'm going to uh, my wife and I are going to go to Niagara Falls on my birthday in six weeks, and I'm going to eat some poutine because it's delicious and I love cheese. Hey, I'm not going to stop you. You have fun with that. I will. I'm going to. Got reservations at the Falls U keg for my birthday for dinner good that stuff. night. Yeah, good is. stuff. We've eaten that one before. So steak. You know it's good. Getting steak, right? Steak. Oh, Prime absolutely. Rib? I'm not sure if we want to do steak or prime rib. We're also going to another steakhouse up there one night, so I might do the prime rib with the keg. Do I need to send you my picture of the prime rib again? Yes. That okay. might swerve me, because, listen, when you... When that was you, good stuff. That's what I really struggle. Like, I love steak, but I love prime rib. If you give me the choice between the two, I'm just like, fuck, how do I choose? This is this is uh, Bonner's favorite part of this uh, podcast, prime uh, us rib? talking about steak. Just steak in general. Uh, steak is great. We post so many steak memes. Uh, Medium mostly rare. scrub. Medium rare. Yeah, unless you... Uh, unless you uh, Go to Say Boy right down the road. What do you do there? You uh, you could say medium rare, but you could get um, blue rare or you could get uh, medium well. It really depends on who's cooking. Just uh, who's cooking that oh, day. Right. So they don't follow directions. You're what you're saying. They just cook it. Really quick. I love don't... the place. Don't get me wrong. I've been but, to Say Boy, but they since... are not consistent. I have not been to Say Boy since it was the original Say Boy before it burned down. Oh wow! So that's been a, that's very... been a few years. Yeah, it's been a pretty long. I was in college. I miss that old place. Uh, so for background, for, for people listening to podcasts that are not in the Fairmont area, uh, we have a, a little place called Savoy Steakhouse. And uh, a few years back, they had a uh, fire and the whole place burned down, unfortunately. They have since moved uh, pretty much across the street yeah, into, into, a uh, into a plaza. It doesn't have some of the charm of the, of the original place. Well, the original but, was like a classic kind of like 
mom and pop steakhouse of the 70s almost. Yeah. Not to the extent of like the Wonder Bar where you feel like you're in 1975 when you walk in there. No, no, not to, the, not to the extent that you yeah. have that quality of, uh, like decline of quality of food from the 70s. Like it right. just got stuck. Uh, it was, it, it's so great. It's just, I don't find the steaks to be all that consistent. And, you know, they're doing the best they can with the space they have and they probably have rules they could have to follow. But remember, they good pasta too. Correctly. You can get a side of spaghetti at that place. All right. Good stuff. Nothing wrong Good with stuff. That. Yeah. Meanwhile, Costa de Vichy is in Vermont too, so I'm like, I know what I'm getting for now. Uh, yeah, that doesn't quite count because it's in freaking Whitehall. If there's, this is true. If, if it's not like a 90 minute wait for a pizza, I might be getting something here a little bit. Right. Yeah. I'll have to make my order before you. It's okay. That way you can get yours first, even though I have a longer drive home. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. I get it. <laughs> So Super Mario Bros. movie. Um, <laughs> let me explain the tiers here. Now, mind you, this doesn't officially count in the pantheon of the seal of quality that we do here on the Super Nintendo Bros. podcast. Now, 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 hold up. Which which movie are we uh, giving a seal of quality? 2023. To? Okay. And again, this is not this is not going to pantheon with the games. This is its own separate thing. You know, it doesn't actually it counts, but it doesn't count. It's in the multiverse of. Uh, seal of quality. Here we go with uh, multi. It's the seal of quality multiverse. Hey, I'm just going to continue the so, somewhere the, the joke that you had. Somewhere there's an alternate Roger and Russ right now giving a seal of quality to like a Sega Genesis game on the Super Genesis Bros podcast, and we're just like, yeah, we give uh, we give Sonic the Hedgehog three a, a gold. Yeah, I'm going to give Altered Beast a, a bronze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But columns, no, I guess, I guess the, the seal of the gold Korok, which I guess would be a gold Korok. It would just be um, a Sonic 2006 seal of quality. Oof. We would just call it that. I'm putting way <laughs> too much thought into this. So for those of you not familiar with our seal of quality, we have five levels of seal of quality. Um, starting from the very top, the best of the best games would get the gold seal of quality. And then the games that we would consider must play, those would get the silver seal of quality. Followed by games that are, you know, they're good, but you could afford to skip them, especially if there's better versions of them out there. The bronze seal of quality. Then we have the no seal of quality, which is basically a participation trophy. It's like you tried. You're not a bad game, but you're not worthy of a seal of quality. And then we have the highly coveted that nothing has ever still to this point gotten yet. The gold Korok piece of poop seal of quality. The gold, the gold Korok poop seal of quality for the worst of the worst games. Right. Even though you've you've debated the meaning of the gold Korok poo on this show several times. I, I you know, I, I just have to accept that that's what it's going to be at this rate. It's the poo. It's the poo, man. And we, we've not been it out yet, but I'm sure we will eventually. We need to eventually. talk about Bubsy so we can give out the gold poo or the gold Korok poo. I'm not going to knock a game I haven't played. But I'm also not going to play Bozy. So at that point, you're just have to, by default, <laughs> give it the participation trophy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's fine. So what would you uh, what would you think about the sale quality for the Super Mario Bros. movie 2023? Oh, man, I wish I had a list in front of me of what we've uh, rated already. Because uh, right off the bat, I would I would kind of want to go on the low end and say bronze. Okay. But I could be, I, I could be convinced of a silver. I think of it as a, if you're looking at it, as like an animated movie on the same playing field as all other animated movies, I would either go bronze or silver. Right. Um, obviously, it's not a perfect movie. I'm not going to say it is. It's a blast. I think it's a good movie. It's super fun. 
but there are better animated movies. If you say, hey, Raj, do you want to watch Aladdin or do you want to watch the Super Mario Bros. movie? I'm like, let's watch Aladdin. You'd yeah. be singing a whole in the world. Exactly. Yeah. You got to sing along, man. That, that shit's good. Oh, yeah. Now I want to play Kingdom Hearts. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> I, w- I would say, I would probably go for a silver. Cause I'm like, when I think of bronze on like an animated movie tier list, I think of like movies from my childhood that I liked but didn't love, like, you know, Robin Hood or, you know, things like that. That's fair. Uh, okay, I can go. I can go more for a silver because I think bronze would be uh, uh, like a good, like a slightly better illumination movie. Most illumination movies, I kind of put in the uh, participation. I would put in the participation. Like they exist. Gotcha. I might watch them. I, I, you know, I don't. I don't have again. Watch any, the, I don't have any malice towards watch them. Watch the first two Despicable Me movies. I, I have a very vivid memory when the original Despicable Me came out. Uh, such a funny story. Um, my wife Letitia and myself and Bonner went and saw it together in the theater. Okay. And I can't remember if anybody was there else was there when it's not. I think our friend John may have been there and his brother Dan the editor, Daniel, may have been there as well. And we just laughed the whole time. We went to a midnight release screening, if I remember right. Oh, there's nothing like going to a yeah. midnight release yeah, for a movie. Exactly. Especially for a kids movie. Unless you're going to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Speaking of Gold Korok Poo. I did that. Speaking of Gold Korok Poo. Yeah, that was that was something. Yeah. Going to that. Well, I, I have uh, much higher hopes for the uh, the Dial of Destiny. Oh, yeah. It looks really good. Yeah, but I just think back to how that trailer looked good for... Uh, well, that's true. I don't necessarily... Crystal Skull. Is this the this is the first Disney Indiana Jones movie, though, isn't it? Yes. So this, is this could go either way. This could go the way of, like, The Rise of Skywalker, or it could go the way of... Uh, yeah, I went there. Or it could go the way of... Um, What's episode seven called? The Force, Force Awakens, Awakens, which I actually really like. <laughs> which, mind you, I actually really like The Force Awakens. It could go either one of those two directions. Uh, I'll say I'll say the similar something similar, but I will also append uh, instead of Force Awakens, or maybe in addition to Clone Wars uh, final season. Didn't I? I never saw Clone Wars. Oh, never watched any of that it. final season. So good, especially especially the final showdown with uh, Maul, Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, by the right. way. Darth Maul exists again. Yeah, Clone Wars. I mean, he was listen. He was in Solo. Why not? Oh man, there's so much that you don't know about Darth Maul. Then, if you only saw Solo, <laughs> right? Well, very true. <laughs> oh no. And was was he in the book of Boba Fett? I feel like also. I, I think he was. No, no, no I, yeah, I don't believe. Okay, he was. I don't know why I was thinking he was, but he's clearly not. Uh, anyway, Thirteen Palm Trees has a Patreon. I totally. Oh, so what are we? What that. are we? What are we giving this uh, in the end? A silver? Oh, uh, I, I would just say silver. Silver. Personally. Yeah. Okay. I know you said you could. You could probably go a silver. So I think we should go silver on it. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's fun. It's not uh, to the point of it being like okay, it exists. It's it's a fun time. Yeah. If you if you like Mario, you really absolutely should. This watch is it. not a a Martin Scorsese meme of this is cinema. It's not going like, to be. This the, is not. This is not the Departed. No. It is Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah. And that's fine. It was everything I wanted it to be out of Mario movie. Yes. So, patreon.com slash 13 palm trees. 13 palm trees slash 13 palm trees. You can check us out there. The cool thing about that Patreon is that it funds all of 13 palm trees products and um, products, yeah, and projects. You know, they're on this brand. We have streamers, uh, like 13 PT Studios, the Party B. We have podcasts such as. Uh, post-game content, the Final Girl podcast, Super Nintendo Bros, obviously. There are a couple of photography, photography services that are under that shade of the 13 palm trees. And by donating to that Patreon, 
you donate to every one of those things. Um, and I will say, though, one thing that you do not donate to when you are donating to that Patreon is you are not helping Daniel peddle drugs. He's not using that to like buy a bunch of like Pepto-Bismol and then sell it on the streets to children. It's good to know. Listen, he's a clean guy. He don't donate drugs. You know, you say that, I think back to The Last of Us. I, I, I peddle drugs. Hardcore drugs. Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Maybe now you could play, uh, pay for the rent. Yeah, or a mortgage. So, right? Maybe? Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, check that out there. Check out our other shows, our other podcasts. Check out all 13 Palm Trees. It's it's good stuff. I know the uh, 13 PT Studios um, Twitch channel, which is fairly new, has been fairly active. I know Michael and Daniel have been doing some Resident Evil 4 remake on there. And it's been fun to watch. Yeah, Bonner's been playing. Uh, I don't know if that was under the 13 Palm Trees banner, but he's been playing a little bit of Last of Us. I don't know if he, I think he was doing that on Discord. Discord? Yeah. I think yeah, that's where I, he was I, streaming I the last of us. I think I think it happens a little late at night, and I'm already like just so. Yeah, out of usually it. I'm, I'm done at that I'm just, point. I'm just so out of it at the end of the day. Sometimes that I'm just like, all right, I'm just gonna watch someone else play a game. And maybe someday, maybe Justin will finish Twilight Princess on Twitch. He's 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 right there at the end. He is. He really is. In fact, maybe by the time that you guys listen to this, he, he could be streaming have, right yeah. now. I just be. don't know. I didn't look at my phone really for the last hour. So yeah, check us all out there. Russ, where can they find you on the internet? I, I'm on Twitter, uh, RussBus64, and that's really about it, because uh, I don't uh, I don't really do that much else. I don't I don't really uh, I have a Facebook, but I don't really use it. Uh, I, I, I do have a Twitch account, but I mostly watch things rather than stream myself because I don't have the hardware for that. Um, you can find us both in the Discord. Link is below in the episode description. Please join and we have great chats. It's just very active Discord. We talk in there all the time. We're always, always, it seems like there's always one of us there. Yeah, just join you know, everyone myself, else and say Bonner, why I'm wrong about my yeah. opinions. Myself, Bonner, Russ, uh, Justin, Max, we're all there. We're all very active. Come in, say hi, and talk some video games with us. And don't be offended if we give bad takes or shit on you because we do it to each other. We do have a takes channel. We do. We do have a takes channel. That's a favorite channel. And Justin, like, immediately blocked it. Yep. And we're back on, like, Justin hating things again. You're back on. Well, true. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to do my best here. <laughs> I mean I don't we haven't really hated on Justin. We've hated on Justin hating on things. There's a big okay, difference okay. here. Yeah. Which may still turn him on to a rant about us hating on him, but I guess we'll find out. I, I look forward to it. Uh anyways, until next time, happy gaming. <laughs>